Welcome to Witch Witch Podcast. I'm Galena. I'm Lyra. Welcome to the darkness. I, for some reason, really expected you to say I'm Lyra. Like, <laughs> I almost said I'm Nettle. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. We um we actually we visited a different witchy shop in our area recently, um and found a bag of nettle and just cracked up in the store. He just spoiled like children. Found nettle in a witch store. I mean, I'm pretty sure I've already mentioned it to Nettle. Oh, okay. See, I didn't know Nettle that already I found knew. I thought the we were going to thing that is Nettle. I thought we were going to surprise Nettle by giving Nettle Nettle. I feel like we have to stop saying the word Nettle or I'm going to lose my fucking mind. <laughs> nettle. Oh my god. <sighs> so how's your day going? Uh, been tired all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, ate a bunch of Indian food. So much Indian food. Holy crap. Took a... We discovered that our local Indian restaurant's on Grubhub. It was fantastic because while it is a wonderful, beautiful restaurant, the Mater D is equal parts condescending and gorgeous. It's like a beautiful father figure who is already disappointed in you. He came up to ask me if I needed anything, and I got so startled that I threw a fork at him like not in a mean way like I had the fork in my hand just sort of flung and yeah it just kind of went flying of its own its own volition I once was so flustered when he was asking me questions I knocked an entire glass of ice water down and it went all over the nice cloth tablecloth because it's a nice place to which I just started nervously cackling I was like <laughs> like Fran Drescher cackling it was terrible. We ate so fast to leave so quickly. Uh, the last time we were actually inside the restaurant, a very nice waiter told me I was very pretty. Uh, and he also spilled water all over the table, which was good uh, He for me. had, like, the water, I almost said jug, but the water <laughs> pitcher. And, like, he was trying to put water into Lyra's drink. I'm demonstrating as if you can see. <laughs> but he was trying to put it in and his hand shook so bad that the water just went to the table, on Lyra, on the floor, on himself. And the Mater D and I at that point did like lock eyes and just both of us started laughing. So that kind of broke the tension a little bit. It was it was very sweet when we left. I clearly stated we cannot go back inside that restaurant. It makes me too nervous. I can't I can't handle it. The last time a person flirted with me was at that bar mm. and they walked up behind me and were like, Hey, do you wanna do you want a shot? And I said, Oh no, thank you, and turned around and went back to our discussion because I thought he was selling shots. <laughs> so when it's clear someone's flirting with me, I can't handle it. <laughs> okay it's okay i'm so glad i have a wedding ring now it happens so much less um we went somewhere and they, this guy bought us drinks like just bought us drinks oh we were already drunk so we enjoyed it at first and then all of a sudden the realization came over lyra and she goes we need to go back to our hotel room now <laughs> it was it was too much Oh, and then we God. went and tried to order a pizza, and I'm pretty sure the pizza place thought that I was crank calling them because they Hold were. Up. Let me tell you first. <laughs> there's a little bit of background you need. It's called Luna Pizza. Go ahead. Because You're I was in like Cincinnati or Chicago, not Chicago. I've never Columbus. been there. Columbus. Thank Mary you. Columbus. One of those C Ohio places. Anyway, go ahead. And um, 
<clears throat> but, you know, as she said, I was very, very drunk. And I was just trying to order a pizza. And it was a full moon. <laughs> and they were closed. Even though it said they were open 24 hours a day. It did say that. Or at least till midnight, something like that. Something to that extent. We were drunk. <laughs> I don't clear, clearly remember. <laughs> so I left them a message Oh, no, I talked to the guy first, and he's like, mm -hmm. sorry, we're closed. And I was like, how are you closed? It says you're 24 hours. You know, just imagine drunk girl drunk, worse. belligerent. Very belligerent. I'm surprised we didn't get, like, the hotel manager called on us. I mean, fuck, you're belligerent when you're sober. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, then I start going on about werewolves. Because it's Luna Pizza. And then I literally took to the internet and put it seems like it would be a nice restaurant it might be run by werewolves i don't know seems suspicious <laughs> hold up let me because i think i remember the, what you put better because i remember the phrasing just tickled me because it was something like didn't get to eat here probably good some very nice werewolves told me they were closed <laughs> something like that i think it was more along those lines and I don't remember if that was on, like, Yelp or Yellow Pages or what, but... Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just on Google Maps. Fuck, maybe. <laughs> it was very good. But I think we went down and just got stuff out of, like, the hotel gift shop. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because I needed something to soak up that alcohol. I'm going to interrupt our, our fun story time here to say one of our cats is in heat. One of our cats is constantly in heat. Not the same cat. That would be hell. No, what happens when you cat. find four kittens in a row <laughs> and they all happen to be girls? And you're too lazy to get them all fixed because no, none of the boys inside. One, The one boy inside. He's fixed. He's fixed. And so, stupid. <laughs> he couldn't figure it out. So That's true. Um, <laughs> glazing over that. Uh, <laughs> so you might hear some meowing in the background. There's literally nothing that we can fucking do about it. Oh. Just loud and annoying meowing. Like, I don't know if they heard what it, like, was happening a minute ago, because that was in a different part of the house, but still. Anyway, I'm rambling. It's okay. Um, but yeah, werewolves in Columbus. Make pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of something else. Anyways. <laughs> um, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the podcast. I was... I don't know what's wrong with me. Maybe it's the energy drink I've had, but I really wanted to start doing the like, welcome, welcome, welcome to the big blue house. Oh God. <laughs> but we've been rambling for what feels like forever now. Nine years. Nine so, goddamn years. Right there on the recorder. Since <laughs> <laughs> oh, the this, beginning of recorded history. This is a, this is going to be a train wreck. Yeah. Strap well, in. when is it not? Fair. I don't see a timer. Thing. I we're using a different app. Oh, we're app at seven now. minutes. Oh, okay. I'm glad you found it. We're unfamiliar with this app. Don't touch things. I'm not sure. I what, didn't touch what, it. I'm I just saying I don't know what's a button. Pointed to the it's also, apparatus. Yeah, it's also like two in the morning. So we're we're real fucked right now. All right, wanna let's move on. Do you want to do your segment first or my segment first? I don't care. All right. Next up, you're going to hear a segment by one of the two of us. <laughs> Containing some information. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. <laughs> All right. Welcome back 
to our next segment. Galena's Goddess Corner. Yes, Galena's Goddess Corner. And keeping with theme, let's just keep talking about Egyptian gods and goddesses. Let's get balls deep in that lore. <laughs> you just want to be smote. I know. So bad. I know. It's it's gonna it's gonna happen. It's coming. You've always had a problem with authority. That's just so. true. All right, but today's goddess is Taret, and she is the Egyptian goddess of fertility and childbirth. But let me say she's the protective goddess of childbirth and she basically she scares off anything bad that's going to come like disease oh. demons everything Neat. uh she's also called she who is great or great one basically to pacify her and honor her because tarot is the hippo goddess and hippos are very fierce that's and true. territorial they're kind of terrifying. Yeah, no, they. Can you imagine just going down the Nile on your little boat? And then a fucking hippo, larger than your boat, just comes yeah. up out of nowhere. I say little boat, but like, they fucking got on the barges too. I mean, <laughs> like, it's there. How, how, many, how many pharaohs were killed by hippos? Probably Quite a, a few. Lot. <laughs> Which sounds like kind of ridiculous coming from like a Western point of view. But I know, I just can't imagine it. I know, it's hard to, it's like, I don't know, seeing giraffes all the time sounds ridiculous <laughs> to me. Like, that just sounds silly. You know, no, it's everyday life now. Because, what? Because, oh my god. <laughs> because of the giraffe that had a baby Some on the internet. stupid giraffe had a baby, and that's all we've had to hear about for months. Someone taught our grandma how to use YouTube. I don't know who it was. Well, now it's just on, like, my... Because it's my profile that's on the, the, the TV. YouTube app on TV. <laughs> so, April the Giraffe is what it's called, if you're interested, uh, is just my most searched thing. I know. That's what just shows up all the time. I know. Amidst, like, stupid comedy videos and alien conspiracies, it's April the Giraffe. And Andy Griffith. Oh, my God. Well, that's my Netflix. <laughs> All right, sorry. Um, she is also the Lady of Heaven, the Mistress of Heaven, and she who removes water, Mistress of Pure Water, and Lady of the Birth House. What's a birth house? It's where you go to have a baby. I mean, I assumed. It's just, I mean, is there ceremony to it? This is right in my, my area of interest. I'll look into it I later. I honestly don't know a lot about Egyptian midwifery, but yeah, um, there, there's a lot of, like, rites and ceremonies and things like that to go along with it. I just really like like stuff around fertility and birth. Mm -hmm. I'll look into it later. Maybe I should do a section. I think you should. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> She's depicted as a humanoid hippopotamus that walks on two legs. She has some feline attributes. Basically she has lion's feet. Paws and feet. That's cool. Uh, she also has the back of a crocodile. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And she has two very pendulous breasts. I mean, at this point, does she even look like a hippo? She does, uh, like in the face region. I'm going to Google. Yeah. She's kind of terrifying. Um, but, you know, she, she fucks shit up and she protects new mothers and babies. Uh, her hand rests on a saw sign, which is hieroglyph that means protection. 
Uh, let's see. She wards off evil demons who might hurt the mother or child. I think I already said that, but... But yeah, so she's a very, like, you basically you invoke her to keep your yourself from dying in childbirth, to keep your child from dying, to keep yourself from getting, you know, childbed sickness, things like that. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Um, she's believed as a protectress because of the fierceness of hippopotamus and hippopotami. I don't <laughs> think that's correct. Hippopotamus. Hip, hippop, hippopotamuses. Hippopotamus. I know that one Christmas song, it's hippopotamuses, yeah, but that's not, it's I don't not know right. if that's accurate. Um, they're closely linked to, she's, cl- <laughs> she's closely linked to three other protective hippo goddesses, which were a big thing. Hippos Apparently. were a big thing. There were cult of hippo, like a few different cults of hippo goddesses. Um, there were a few. There was the nurse who was the birthing, child rearing, and general caretaking hippo goddess. Uh, the sow. Um, Egyptians kind of thought of them as water pigs. I mean, they kind of look. Piggy. Yeah, they kind of look peggy. And the white one. There's not much known about that one. I'm assuming that it's like an albino hippo, but I have nothing to back that up. That's pure yeah. conjecture on my part. Um,. She has a duality of protecting in birth and the living, you know, giving birth, everything to do with that, and then also rebirth of the dead. So she has that duality. She She's birth, you know, your first birth and your second birth, basically. Right. Um, a spell from the funerary text states that Ipet, or the nurse, um, hippo goddess, will suckle the deceased on her dazzling white milk dazzling. when they when they ascend to heaven. I believe that that's more for like pharaohs, mm. but there's apparently like an NK in a, a spell. I can't even talk. <laughs> I swear to God, it's the energy drink. I think so. I can't drink I think monster. It's made I can't drink monster, and then it's past two in the morning. What have we done? I say as I take another sip of Monster. <laughs> uh, but as part of this duality, painted hippo statues were often placed in tombs or in sarcophaguses. And they were painted blue with marsh imagery. Oh my gosh, like this one that I found? Yes, isn't it cute? <laughs> yeah, it's got like lily pads on it. Um, like reeds and stuff like reeds, that. It's gorgeous. And like lotus flowers, which lotus were also the flower of, of rebirth yeah. or, or or things like that. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, blue is also, which we, we've I've covered in the other Egyptian gods and goddesses. Um, blue has several different connotations. Um, in Amun, that's his unseen yeah aspect um it's also a sky aspect it's a water aspect and also a rebirth aspect what i it's something i'll show you later okay <laughs> also lapis lazuli hey mm-hmm. which they all I, I read something that most of the gods were believed to have had lapis hair oh yeah interesting mm-hmm. like in color or like made of both okay which is a lot of times why a lot of jewelry 
where like the headdresses were made to have like lapis strands to look like the uh, the god's hair. Um, let's see here. Hippo ivory was commonly used as wands or as knives in birth or in infant protection rituals. Um, like basically they'd just draw protection for the baby or for the mother. Um, and this is kind of cute, I thought anyways. Hippos were often depicted on like feeding cups and bowls of children. Oh, so not nice. only, you know, like, like but, but to invoke the protection. Yeah. I also think it was, you know, you can eat from the hippo. <laughs> um, the image was also put on water vessels to purify it as part of, you know, like the, the purifier or the, the water purifying goddess. But how you poured water out of those vessels is there were holes where the nipples would be. Oh, God, yes. So it's just poured out through, uh, through her nipples, and I love that image. I'm so happy. God, the Egyptians were really just out there living their best they lives. They were. They really were. Uh, um, she's associated with the lion and the crocodile and, of course, the hippo. Right. Uh, she was the wife of Apep, if you remember, from, uh, the, um... The Amun Ra, yeah, <laughs> story. Apep is the uh, the crocodile god that Ra has to fight every morning to be able to sh- to be able to shine. <laughs> Love that. I do, cause like, can you imagine every morning, <laughs> six a.m. <laughs> this is what happens instead of coffee. <laughs> Effin Ra and my husband fighting over who gets to. Who gets to win today? Is it going to storm? Is the sun going to shine? I don't care. I got all these kids to take care of. <laughs> She's just pissed as hell that they woke her up that early. <laughs> Could have at least waited for the kids to start crying. <laughs> um, she was also invoked in matters of female sexuality, pregnancy, and also associated very closely with Hathor Isis, the other fertil- fertility goddess. Um, a lot of times she did have a sun disc like they did. Uh, according to the Book of the Dead, this is part of her duality role, uh, she protected the mountains of the west that led to the underworld. And she could use her magic to help the deceased easily pass into the underworld through the region between the world of the living and the world of the dead. Which is apparently a very frightening and dangerous land. For spirits. I would imagine. Um, Who knows what exists there. Well, apparently I jumped ahead and talked about her being depicted in blue because that was my ending point. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. It, most of her statues are blue. Some are gray. Some are, you know, terracotta-esque. But for the most part, she's depicted in blue. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> she's fantastic. And I'm, I'm glad I Googled her, because earlier when you were talking about, and you know how sometimes you see that hippo goddess, and you're like, um, am I sure I know who that is? And I was mm-hmm. like, no, because I didn't, I didn't even know about her. <laughs> I had no clue. Well, for some of you who were fans of Lost, she is on the island. Like, she's basically there, like, at the, the very edge of the island. And, I don't remember that either. And I think that's because, you know, technically... You're dead if you're on that island. Yeah, I mean, the island's like purgatory. Yeah. 
So. So. <laughs> so that's why she's there. Because I wondered, because I didn't really understand at that point when I saw the show. Because that's been like, oh my god, like 10 years ago. Yeah. I didn't understand why she was there. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> that's that, that's that Egyptian hippo, hippo. woman. <laughs> she really is an Egyptian hippo woman. Yeah, and you're right. She does look more like a hippo than I expected. Yeah, the no. The description like, was wild. The description's crazy, right? Yeah. And like and she that's also, what the Egyptians did though. she also has like a headdress, yeah, and like plumes and sometimes horns. I also what I like a lot is that sometimes she's depicted very pretty, and then others she's just a fucking hippo with yeah, like she, boobs. Like, yeah, and like her teeth aren't really hippoy teeth; they're, they're like crocodile yeah, teeth. Yeah, yeah, but like she's got, she's got the claws of a lion, fangs of a a hippo and a crocodile, face of a hippo, back of a crocodile. I would not want to meet her in a dark alley. Nah, man. Icon, right? though. Right? She's fierce. Yeah, absolutely. Don't fuck with her babies. Don't fuck with her babies. Don't do it. So any child I have, I'm probably going to invoke her <laughs> to protect them. So, comments? Questions? I think I made most of my comments through your presentation. <laughs> it's um, okay. I interrupt you a lot as well that's all right it's all right we're interrupty people we're interrupty mcgee i am the most interrupty but uh do you want to move on to my segment now yeah all we'll right. be back with lyra's segment it's about flowers well i was gonna say on things you can eat <laughs> on things you can eat it's about both <laughs> all right welcome back to just a few seconds later <laughs> maybe, maybe 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 a second or longer, depending. Depends pause. on where we stick the ad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm, I am going to be talking about uh, edible flowers. Um, because it's it's somewhere between spring and summer right now, uh, temperature-wise, where we are. So. Lyra's literally saying, go outside and eat whatever the first flower you see. Alright, listen, no one's saying that. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. Uh, don't listen to her. She wants to it. lead you astray. Just if it stings, it's probably bad. All right. All right. Um, All right, I'm going to stop now. Don't, don't take my advice in this respect. This isn't a super comprehensive list. Um, there's thousands upon thousands of edible plants out there. A lot of them happen to be flowers. My list is not going to encapsulate all of them. Why not? Uh, some of these flowers... <laughs> I didn't know about before I did the list. Uh, the list I have is some that I already knew about, uh, some that are common knowledge, you know, mm. um, and some of them I got from lists other people have made. Um, I, it should be in alphabetical order. <laughs> should be. Um, and for the like magical meanings, I tried to focus on what was most prominent or ones that we hadn't talked about on the show in relation to that specific plant. Um, just because there's a lot of these plants have been used for hundreds and thousands of years. If not millions. If I, I mean. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so a lot of them have a bunch of different meanings. Um, Let's let's go ahead and jump into this list. You know what's not on this list? I just realized orchids. It is orchids because we talked about orchids earlier, mm -hmm. and then I forgot to put them on my list. So that's we're off to a good start. You can eat s some orchids. 
I don't want to say all. I think you can eat all orchids. Don't quote me on that. Don't just go eating orchids. <laughs> don't just put things in your mouth. Oh, another thing. I did not include uh, warnings and possible allergy relations in this list. So if you know that you're allergic to certain things, um, like make sure. Like cashews. Do like, your... Yes, like do your, re- do your research so you're not itchy for a few days. Maybe look up what's in Korma. <laughs> <laughs> um, but definitely do your research before you decide to partake in anything you haven't eaten before. Um, anyway. It's like winter squash. It's not, no, it's spaghetti squash. Oh, I, know, I, I, don't, I just don't know which squash it is. I am specifically allergic to only spaghetti squash. That's such a weird allergy. I know. My face got all puffy and everything. I know. It was awful. I was afraid you were going to die. I was too a little bit. And it was one of those things where I didn't react immediately. It took hours for the reaction to happen. It was like 2 a.m. And I hadn't been able to sleep because I was itchy. (laughs) And I was like, God, this is weird. And then I started like touching my face and it was all puffy. My lips were giant. And I had to convince her to go to the hospital. Yeah. Anyway, we're not talking about that. <laughs> Let's jump into this list finally. Yes. Um, all right, so Allium. Uh, it has little white or purple flowers. Uh, it has an edible bulb. You can eat the flowers. They're just not, there's not much to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bulb is what you want. It is in the onion family, so it tastes like wild onions. Nice. Um, wild onions are one of my favorite things. We used to grow ramps in the backyard. We don't anymore. <laughs> uh, and it's because you have to only harvest 10% of the like population to continue it. Um, and I just single-handedly demolished <laughs> the population of ramps in our backyard. Um, cause I would just, I would just pick them. I'd just dig them up out of the earth and wash them off in the hose and eat them as I was playing as a child. I love ramps. They're super strong. Uh, the ones we had were so strong. They were kind of like, they kind of burned. Mm. Oh my God. I love them so much. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean the the flavor of uh, allium <laughs> can be as strong as a ramp, I suppose. Uh, I have no proof of that, um, but they're related to luck and protection. Uh, Angelica is a purple uh, flower that can be purple or white um, or red. Uh, the stems are sweet smelling and they taste like anise or licorice. Uh, they represent inspiration. Uh, and let me tell you how I spelled licorice here. Um, and the only reason I point this out, <laughs> shut up, the only reason I point this out is because I can see on a different page where I wrote licorice correctly. And here, I guess I just had a fit and wrote L-I-C-O-R-I-S-H. So, licorice. Licorice, yes. Whew. Anyway, uh, Bachelor's Button, they are lovely flowers. They're very pretty. Mm-hmm. They come in a buff- bunch of different colors. Um, the flowers are edible. Don't eat the stems. They're not great for your tummy. Um, and they're not like tasty. They're not the good part. Uh, the flowers taste kind of grassy and they are related to love. Um, basil flowers are little white blossoms that form on basil, obviously. Um, basil flowers, when you start seeing them appear on your plant, pluck them as soon as you can because at the point that it's flowering, your plant's going to put all of its uh, time and effort into growing more flowers and mm. not growing the leaves, which are what you want. That's a good point for us. And that is the is. only herb that survived other than our yep. garlic. 
Oh yeah, our garlic and our onions doing real well. That's like the only thing that's doing real well. Yeah, even our tomatoes are struggling a little. Uh, I think we're gonna have to plant them in the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but the flavor of uh, basil flowers is basil-like, uh, just milder. Yeah, you want some basil water? Yeah, because it is suggested in a tea. And I, um, bless you. I apologize. <laughs> um, and I just don't, I don't want basil tea. Mm-mm. No, no, no that's, that sounds like drinking spaghetti water. Yeah, that sounds real gross to me. But, like, that weird, like, kind of sweet aftertaste that basil has, you know? Yeah, I don't want to drink that in a tea. No, I don't like that. Um, uh, but it, it's heavily related to success, banishing, uh, protection, you know, like basil. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this next one, I don't know how to say. Borage? I don't know. What, what was it you said earlier? Borage? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It's uh, or. <laughs> is it borage? borage? I think it's borage, but I'm borage. not sure. Sounds like porridge. It's spelled B-O-R-A-G-E. Uh... It is a medicinal flower. You can eat the blossoms. It tastes like cucumber, and it's related to curage. Courage. Courage. Like, to courage, like borage. I was, I was going to say, like, the courage you get from a good cup of coffee. Ah. Like a Keurig. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's where the joke was. <laughs> uh, the next flower is Ken, uh, Calendula. Jesus. Uh, they're golden. They're really pretty. Um, they have, like... A taste somewhere between spicy and medicinal like they're kind of spicy um but they also have like a bitter medicine flavor um and they are related to psychic and spiritual work oh yes that's good for you uh carnations only eat the petals um the petals are very sweet but they get more bitter towards the bottom where they get like kind of white the ass is bitter yes uh, and they're good for protection strength and healing i bet that's why carnations are in all of the get well bouquets you know that makes so much damn sense and i wonder if they're they have like a specific relation to like get well or healing in flower language probably probably i was going to include flower language for all the ones that i could find then i didn't and then she spent an hour waking me up that's true (laughs) uh chamomile we've all had chamomile probably um, the flowers are most commonly white. Sorry, one of the cats is rolling around on the furnace and it's distracting. Um, they can be a little yellowish. Uh, obviously great in tea, you can use it in all manner of cooking, the entire plant's edible. Um, nutty is the flavor that I would describe it as. Everyone else talks about it being sweet. And yeah, it is. It has but, like a sweet smell to it. Yeah, but like the, the main flavor I get off of it is nutty. Like, and I've, I've said that to you before, and you have disagreed with yeah, me, so I don't know. I don't see nutty at all. Um, but, you know, it's chamomile. It's a cleansing, peace, relaxation, um, lots of stuff. <laughs> we know, you know what chamomile is. Chamomile, chamomile, whatever you... Chamomile! I genuinely, I switch between the two with just see, no See, I purpose. usually say chamomile. I don't usually say chamomile. I'll say either. Like, it just, it, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Just whichever pronunciation happens first is the one I say. Um, and uh, this next plant, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right, but it looks like it'd be pronounced uh, Cherville. Um, it's C-H-E-R-V-I-L. Hmm. Makes me think of Deville. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, le- the leaves and seeds are 
edible. Um, it has sort of a taste somewhere between like being carroty and being anise or licorice-y. Um, it's good for spirit and deity work, so it's another thing to look into. It's specifically used when finding your deity. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I like the sound of that. Yeah. Uh, chicory. Chicory. It's beautiful. It's one of my favorite plants. Um, it looks wild as all hell. It's gorgeous. It I don't grows. think I've ever seen it. I'll have to show you a picture. It's beautiful. Um, most of them that I've seen in person are like sort of that cornflower blue color, you know? Mm. Um, but they can be anywhere from like a light blue to like a lavender color. They're beautiful. And they have like this, um, this... I don't know how to describe it. It's just a very wild looking green stem because it's almost a bushing plant, but it's very flat. I'll show it to you. Uh, <laughs> it's got, it's so bitter though. It's a very bitter flavor. Um, so in uh, like the old West and the Prairie, it was used for coffee. Mm-hmm. A lot of people add it to their coffee. I've had it as coffee before. Um, but they, it, it would be, tastes like straight up smoke. Yeah. It would be, only coffee. That's what their coffee was. Like, they made something similar to coffee using chicory. Um, and it's... That's just... I mean, it'll wake you up. Yeah, just from the sheer kick in the mouth. I mean, you're gonna have a bad day, but it's gonna wake you up. And that's why cowboys are grumpy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the chicory has been used heavily in magic societies since uh, ancient Egypt. So it's so many things it's everything depending on what area of the world you're looking at and what time frame you're looking at it has been everything but uh, a big one for chicory is luck okay so we're just gonna go with you're luck. lucky if you don't put it in your mouth i mean hell you are <laughs> uh chrysanthemum um all chrysanthemum plants are edible that's not the case with all of these flowers but all species of chrysanthemum are edible um they can be a, bu- a bunch of different colors, but mostly they're white, yellow, and orange. Um, their flavors also vary wildly. Um, they can be anything from, like, mild and sweet to, like, crazy peppery. I bet that's the red ones. It, I mean, it might be. Like, I, visually, yeah. It probably yeah, isn't. But, but, yeah. It's it's hard, you know? <laughs> when you have certain colors assigned to, like, certain things. Um, and they're apparently best fresh. It seems like it's a plant that loses its flavor rather quickly. Mm. Um, and it is most heavily, uh, related to healing, which is funny because it's kind of got like the, the big bunch of petals, the way carnations do. Mm. So I wonder they're, they're related for that reason. Yeah, maybe. Um, and, uh, I'm just quickly going to brush over citrus flowers because we could do a whole fucking section on citrus flowers. Um, there's so many different plants that are, are, uh, citrus fruit bearing uh that flower before they produce fruit um i'm gonna say probably most of them are edible i don't know that for a fact so once again if it's not like the main ones like orange lemon or lime because those are all edible or probably grapefruit as well definitely look into it before you eat it and if you have any sort of citrus related allergies don't fucking eat the citrus flower max (laughs) (laughs) just calling them out um the meanings and the tastes also vary wildly. So we're just going to leave that one alone. Most citrus flowers are edible. Look it up. Do your do your research before you put anything in your mouth. Uh, that's just good sense. <laughs> that's just common sense. Make sure you wash it too. Don't be a geologist. <laughs> uh, 
sorry, they commonly lick things to see if it's rock or bone. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, Having taken a geology class, I can say that's 100% true in the lab. <laughs> um, it's like, it's not even like a thing. It's not like they're just like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm a geologist amongst geologists. I'm going to lick this to see if it's a rock or a bone. It's something they teach you. Mm-hmm. They teach you. That's it's, an easy way to tell the difference. It tastes different and it has a different texture. Yeah. And I mean, it, it also reacts different because bone, bone looks different when it's wet than rock mm-hmm. does. And it also feels different on your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> None of this is important. <laughs> Um, clover, specifically red clover, was the one that was most focused on. Um, it's very sweet. It's very sweet. Um, it's technically in the legume family. Weird. I didn't, I I never thought of it as a bean. I know. Isn't that odd? Does it have a bean somewhere? Not as far as I can tell. It doesn't seem that it has, like, the the beaning root system or anything. Maybe it's where it just kind of sprawls. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what makes something a legume. I don't either, obviously. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Um, the blossoms and the leaves are edible. The rest of it's probably edible as well, but it's just going to taste like grass. Maybe leave that part alone. Hey, there's nothing wrong with eating clover. <laughs> uh, the flower is very sweet, like uh, we said before. You have to be careful on eating too much of it because it can cause bloating. Um, it represents fidelity, love, blessings, and success, which are kind of the same thing. Um, dill, entire plant's edible. It's going to taste like dill. Dill has a whole bunch of meanings, but a big one's luck. And horniness. Well. Mm. No, 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 it does. It makes you horny. Does it? Yep. Like magically or scientifically? Both. Or both? Both. Both? Okay. That's weird. I didn't know that about Dill. I haven't done a page on Dill yet. <laughs> um, English Daisy. It has a bitter flavor. Um, it's probably best if you stick to things like salads or like really herb heavy soups and things like that, that, that do well with bitter, like green tastes. Mm. Um, the petals, blossoms, and leaves are what is suggested to eat. Um, and it is related to speeding, healing, and preventing infections. It seems to be a heavily medicinal plant. Um, so that's something I want to look into sometime soon, because that's very interesting to me. Um, fennel, obviously, fennel's edible. Um, the flowers are yellow, um, they're very pretty, and they have a licorice or anise flavor. Um, they represent, or excuse me, uh, they're it's good for strengthening the mind, mental focus. Why? I didn't know it came out. Uh, so, Galena is playing with a massage ball and just making all noise, all the noise for our podcast. I'm doing all the foley work. <laughs> Usually that's done by your dog. That's true. He's, He's very good at it. He's slacking tonight. So He's I'm sleeping. replacing him. Sleeping. Uh, anyway. Stop. Um, fuchsia. Um, the flowers and the berries are edible. It has a tart, lemony flavor. And uh, the thing I saw it most related to was emotional healing. Oh. I'm going to spell this one. <laughs> <laughs> Because I tried saying it a bunch, and I just, I'm just pretty sure all of it was wrong. It's a G-L-A-D-I-O-L-U-S. Gladilos? Gladilos? Gladios? I don't know. Gladios? I don't know. GLaDOS. GLaDOS. Like the murderous computer system? Yeah, yeah, from Portal. Um, It's apparently got kind of a bland flavor. It's kind of lettuce-y. 
Um, it's a very pretty flower though. It's good for healing um, and other things. Uh, apparently it's mostly used uh, for its different colors and the meaning related to those colors rather than the mm. flower itself. Um, hibiscus uh, is great with cinnamon. I always think of cinnamon flavors when I think of because hibiscus. Because of all the teas? Yes, because the cinnamon hibiscus teas, it's delicious. Mm. Um, it's a very yeah. pretty flower, obviously. Panera Bread has a hibiscus tea that I love. Mm, it's very good. Um, it has sort of a tart berry-type flavor. Um, it's good for healing, and there's some actual, like, scientific studies into it being good for blood pressure. Like, there's some good proof. No. Oh. Which, it can be kind of rare when you're dealing with, like... Yeah. Natural, herbal, or I guess floral. <laughs> floral remedies. <laughs> um, hollyhock. Uh, every part of the plant is edible. Same as, uh, like, the, it's very similar in appearance and uh, medicinal uses to marshmallow, not marshmallow. Um, <laughs> it's also kind of bland, though, not much of a flavor. Um, it's related to, like, the cycle of life and death and fertility. Oh, okay. Uh, it's commonly used in, like, birth rites and uh, funeral ceremonies. I love that duality of birth and death. Oh, it's so neat. Um, and hollyhock, um, while it's bland, is usually used for, uh, decorations. Like, if you want to make a fancy-ass cake, just candy some hollyhock and put it up there. Yes. And they're so pretty. They're so pretty. They just look like big flowy skirts. They really do. They're lovely. Um, impatience. I keep saying impatience, by the way, with a T on the end, and it's not spelled that way. Um... Only the flowers are edible, not the berries. The berries are genuinely kind of harmful. Um, like, they'll make you pretty sick. Um, like, die sick or throw up sick? I I mean, it, it probably depends on your reaction. You know what I That's mean? That's fair. But I'm going to say most likely just throw up sick, but just just don't do it. Just don't do don't it. Don't try it. Um, 10 out of 10 would not eat. <laughs> <laughs> they have a very sweet flavor. They're very pretty flowers. Um, and they are related to motherly love. So if you did want to do something for Mother's Day, you know, real last minute, since this is coming out the day before Mother's Day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know that's when I'll be doing my shopping. Yeah. Uh, impatience are, are good for that. Um, and I think that uh, they also mean that in flower language. Nice. I have no proof. Uh, Heretic. <laughs> um, jasmine is one of my favorite things anyway. Um Really pretty, adorable little white flowers. Is there any better smell than oh jasmine? Oh my god, jasmine's so good. Maybe sweet grass. <laughs> Maybe sweet grass. Oh, jasmine and sweet grass together, though. Shut up. I will give you all my money. <laughs> <laughs> um, has a very sweet scent. Um, it's common in teas and syrups and candies and everything. You can use it in everything. You can find jasmine-flavored anything. Jasmine-scented anything. Um, it's sweet in taste. Um, and it's not like sweet and taste the way a lot of floral things are. It's sweet and like a very, like you can tell it's sweet. You know what I mean? Um, and it's got this really delicate floral fla flavor along with the, uh, the sweetness. So it's just like, it's like drinking what you think a high class party would be like. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, in the tea at least. Yes. Um, it's good for divination, uh, moon stuff, dreams, um, some spiritual work. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> And the blooming jasmine tea is beautiful. Yes. Oh, it's so pretty. Oh, my God. I love it so much. Um, 
There's also lavender. It's a very fragrant flower. Um, it's kind of sweet and very herby. Mm -hmm. uh, it's got like a real earthy flavor to it and it's related to love and fertility. It's also, by the way, I found this out today, related to uh, the star sign Virgo. That makes a whole bunch of damn sense. It really does because I am a Virgo and I have been obsessed with lavender my entire damn life. Have you ever met a five-year-old that asks for a lavender sachet? <laughs> this one did. I am. Um... I went to the zoo right after I graduated high school with a group of friends, and I was wearing this stupid fucking hat, <laughs> but I found some lavender, and I plucked it, and I put it, because it was like one of those little newspaper hats, mm -hmm. or newspaper boy hats, newsy hats. yeah, like a newsie, um, but it was like kind of mesh, so it would breathe easier. It didn't look as stupid as it's sounding, <laughs> but it was a stupid hat, and I put it in the bill of a hat, and all day, like, when a breeze would would come by it would, I would just smell it it would just flow out of my hat oh. my hair smelled like it at the end of the day because I was all sweaty <laughs> from being out in the sun all day in a hat uh, in a dark hat too I wasn't like wearing one that would reflect light off the top of my head <laughs> like a smart person anyway you live and learn um living uh lemon verbena um it's flavor is similar to that of uh, lemon zest so I imagine you know lemony but a little more tart mm -hmm. because of, of the rind part <laughs> Jeez, the rind Christ. don't listen to me um, great for teas it represents uh, protection and purity used a lot in hoodoo that's true a lot of these are I didn't really outline like specific um, groups or religions that mm. use it because I mean a lot of these are used in a lot of different but it, it does have a, a pretty pretty big connection to hoodoo. Um, like, m when you Google it for magical purposes, like I did, um, a lot of hoodoo sources come up. Um, lilac is beautiful. A lovely purple uh, plant. It smells fantastic. It has a bitter taste, though. Uh, and it's good for protection. Um, mint flowers. Um, these are similar to the basil flowers. When you see them, start harvesting them because it's going to stop the, li the leaves from growing correctly. Mm. Um, mint will take over everything you love. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, tastes like mint, but a little, a little more mild. Yeah, I, that's just sort of how the herb flowers go. Um, they're purple in color. They're really cute. Um, mint flower and uh, cat mint flower are two mm. of my favorite things because they're adorable, tiny little purple flowers. Um, and it's related to healing and a bunch of other things like focus. Uh, there's just, there's a lot to mint. You know what mint is. I think the little tiny purple flowers, I think that was cat mint that I have mm -hmm. that picture of your turtle going to eat. Oh, yeah. It was so cute. We took, we took our turtles outside and let them get, like, some sunshine and air and, like, play around in actual grass instead of their their little habitats. And her turtle, Mikey, saw a purple flower and, just and, like, fucking went for it. Made a beeline to it. And I caught a picture of Mikey as she's eyeing it, like, side-eyeing it and opening her mouth, like, I'm gonna eat you. It was vicious, too. She is... <laughs> She is a hunter. She is. <laughs> um, this is another one I'm not sure how to pronounce. I'm going to spell it to you, and then we're going to take turns guessing at it. Uh, it's N-A-S-T-U-R-T-I-U-M. Nasturtium. Nasturtium? Nasturtium? I don't know. Let me see it. It's right here. My handwriting's horrible. Nast 
Centurion. Nasty boys. Yes, nasty boys. Um, <laughs> uh, the blooms and the leaves are the edible parts. Um, it is orange and yellow. They're beautiful, very like sunshiny, fiery looking mm. sort of flowers. They're gorgeous. Um, and the flavor is peppery and it's a very strong flavor where most flower flavors are kind of mild or like sort of watery in a way, you know, that you don't get a lot of actual flavor. This is like kick you in the teeth mm. flavor. Um, and they're related to aspiration, like goals and things like that. Um, oregano flowers are mostly purple and red. Um, Tastes like oregano. Yep, but mild. <laughs> <laughs> um, related to happiness, luck, protection, joy. You know, things oregano is related to. Yeah. yeah. Um, pansies are edible. And they're so pretty. They're beautiful decoration flowers. Um, candied uh, pansies for a little while was like all over the food network for like Aww. cakes and cupcakes and desserts and things like that. Um, they have a slight wintergreen flavor with a little bit of sweetness to it. Um, the blossom is what's edible. They're so adorable. They represent love. Um, and that's also our grandmother's like favorite thing in the fucking world is pansies. It's all we've been hearing about. Well, she's dropping real hard hints that she wants pansies for Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. But that also means she wants me to get her some pansies. She also wants me to plant, pot, water, and take care of those pansies. Yes. <laughs> yes. And listen, I think what you should do is after putting them together and she's like out there admiring her pansies, look her dead in the eye, pluck a, the head off of a pansy, and just stick it in your mouth and eat it whole. Never break eye contact. That is fantastic. I'm probably going to do that because that's her worst fear. It's true. That I'm going to eat everything. <laughs> it has been since I was eight years old. Oh, gosh. That's awful true. Um, let's not talk about our childhood Sorry. traumas. Let's, let's keep talking about flowers. But I think I'm going to do that. I think it's a good idea. She'll panic. Just like when you set the wall on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that, Lyra. Anyway, <laughs> maybe we'll go into that some other time. Um, radish flowers are little white or purple flowers. And after looking at the pictures, because I'd never seen them, after looking at the pictures mm -hmm. of them, we have some. We have Do we? like wild radishes. I'll show you a picture later. Um, but it, they're like little four-petaled, sharp-petaled uh, flowers. They're adorable. You'll, you'll recognize them. Okay. Um, the whole plant's edible. It's very peppery. You know what a radish tastes like, probably. Uh, has to do with protection. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Um, roses, the uh, leaves, buds, and petals are what's edible. Uh, the leaves are bitter. The buds and the petals are going to be uh, more floral. You know, they're going to taste like roses. There's what a rose smells like. That is what a rose tastes like. There is no way to talk about it other than saying it tastes like a fucking rose. That is true. That <laughs> is true. They do taste like roses. Yeah. I ate a whole rose once. Like, not like the whole plant, but like a whole rose bloom. Like, I realize you you didn't mean the whole plant as in, like, a fucking rose bush, but, like, just... Yeah, when you say, I ate a whole rose, oh. it does conjure the image of you just, like, out there, like, just... And, um, I mean, you can probably... Thorns and all. Thorns and all. <laughs> you can probably eat the stem of a rose after dethorning it, because don't put thorns in your body. That's, that's their choice. Let them decide. I'm not. Listen, direct... <laughs> Direct <laughs> orders from Lyra. Don't eat fucking thorns. 
<laughs> Direct orders from Galena. Live your fucking life. Oh my god. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> um, but it's it's. And there's not going to be much to it. Just don't eat them. I think it would probably also make your tummy upset. Oh, I think it would really fuck you up. That's a lot of fiber. Yeah, you're it gonna, is. Let's just you, say you're going to clean yourself out. I ever tell you about the time a mutual friend of ours gave me a fiber one bar? And it was just the one, which is fine. You can eat one and be a normal fucking person. And it was delicious. And I guess I didn't think about it. So I ate an entire box. Oh, no. Yeah. Exactly where you think this story is going is where it fucking went, and I learned my goddamn lesson. I, uh, when I worked at a nursing home, I made a whole bunch of bran muffins because (laughs) elderly people love bran muffins and it helps them go to the bathroom. Well, we had a younger guy, like a teenager, who ate one and was like, oh my god, this is great. I didn't know bran muffins tasted this great. He ate five muffins. Oh, none of us knew that he had already eaten a muffin because there was like three or four of us ladies who worked in the kitchen and he just would keep coming in and get another one. And we're like, oh, yeah, go ahead and have a muffin. Yeah, he was in the bathroom for about an hour. I bet. I Oh, poor kid. Yeah, he learned a rough lesson that day. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, sage flowers. They're purple. They're similar to lavender in that they're like stocky and, and excuse me, I had a hiccup, uh, kind of long and purple. Um, they have a savory flavor similar to sage, um, and they are for cleansing, protection, other things you relate to sage. Um, sunflower, you can eat the whole damn plant. So if you want to eat yes. the sunflower stalk, you sure can. I'm going to eat it from fucking tip to root. I mean, I, you can. More power to you. I just don't know why you would. Because um, no one can stop me. It is I mean, my destiny. <laughs> oh, I'm imagining one of those giant ass sunflowers. Yeah, so yeah. it's like as tall as I am. Fucking sunflower. I'm gonna. It's gonna take me all day. I'm gonna eat it. Like one of those giant ass candy canes. Hey, I ate that one. That's true. We were like, we were children. The only time I ever finished one, I was so fucking sick. It's not worth it. It's not a good idea, and it's Don't. definitely not worth it. And you'll it. poop mint. You get so tired of, of candy cane flavor so quick. <laughs> but when somebody says you can't eat it, you're damn determined to eat it. That's true. <laughs> I broke it up with a hammer. And <laughs> uh, but uh, sunflower is related to things to do with the sun, obviously. But it's also related to like uh, leadership and uh, positivity, productivity, things like that. So I think that's pretty interesting. Um, and we're at the end of our list. We're doing violets. Um, the, the leaves and the flower edible uh, are edible. Yes. I very much want to make, um, violet syrup. Yes. Um, they're also so pretty. I love violets. They're so cute. Um, the taste is floral and lightly sweet. It's related to love and luck. Um, in flower language, this is the only one I actually looked up in flower language. It's related to faithfulness or that's what they mean in flower language. Um, and it was also, it's also a sim- symbol of lesbians. Because <laughs> lesbians used to exchange uh, violets. How cute. In courtships. Isn't that just the sweetest? It I is. love, and I love that it's this just delicate little purple flower. And plus, at times, that being a lesbian was like something you're not really allowed to fucking Punishable do. Punishable by death. Yeah. Um, two women exchanging tiny purple flowers is not going to be suspicious. So mm-hmm. I think that's super sweet. That's adorable. And I 
if I'm remembering correctly, I think it has something to do with Sappho, but I might be wrong. It probably does. It probably does. Anyway, that is my section on edible flowers. Um, I, I was very excited about it because I want to do more about flowers. Have I ever told you I have a little journal, like a pocket guide, about wildflowers? And I have written in, because it's like the Audubon Society or some shit mm. like that, guide to uh, wildflowers. And I've written in like the very small amount of space in it being a pocket guide. Like it's medicinal uses and magical uses and like some culture references. And it's like the wildflowers of North America. I love it. I I just like flowers a lot. And I also want to learn flower language because it's adorable and it's sweet and it's in a lot of fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a Victorian lady. I, I say fuck a lot for a Victoria, Victorian lady. I bet there's like a Victorian euphemism or like something that you could say that's not fuck but like would come across the same way but not be considered rude. Copulation. <laughs> Fucking, you're just doing something in the kitchen. You drop a mug and break it, and you're like, copulation. <laughs> That's it. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to start doing it. Maybe you should say Congress instead. Congress. Well, listen, if I say Congress, I'm going to start saying stuff like, Congress with the devil. <laughs> Shit like that. Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. No, this is the life change I've been waiting for. I told you, when I have children, I'm going to start cussing, like, Beast from X-Men. Yes, all my stars and garters. Mm -hmm. Great Caesar's ghost. Oh, Jesus Christ, I love it. All right, but that is all I have on flowers. Let us continue on. Neat pun. (laughs) So for our spooky story, I actually have an update on the activity we've been seeing around the house. Ghost watch. Ghost watch. (laughs) Uh, 2019. Um, <laughs> so, and I don't know if it's the same thing or not. Um, the other day when I was here alone, a clear, like, spray bottle lid from somewhere in the kitchen, because, like, it fell right past the door. And I was laying on this couch here that's close to the door. Um, and it just, it was very, it came very close to actually hitting my foot. Um, and there's nothing I can think of in there that has that kind of lid and it just fell from nowhere because from the way it fell, it would have been like up, like on this wall that doesn't have any shelves or anything. Oh yeah. Uh, so, and it just came out. So like my, I was tired as hell that day. My response was, listen, that's fine. I'm not coming in there. (laughs) And I just went back to what I was fucking doing. I feel like the ghost was just trying to get your attention. Yeah, I think so. Um, I had a very similar response to what happened. Uh, was that today? Did I send you that message today? Yeah, I, yeah, haven't, okay. I haven't listened to the message yet. I, know. I, um, I felt like I wasn't going to be able to type it well enough, so I just wanted to say it out loud. Um, so, today, I was actually hanging out up in your room, because it was really cool mm-hmm. this morning, and the breeze was coming in that front window in your bedroom. It was really nice. Yeah, I almost didn't go to work. <laughs> yeah, it was lovely up there. Um, and I kept hearing this, ne- this sound, and we have, like, bad pipes, so I assumed it was the water running in the uh, bathroom. Um, and I was like, oh, I gotta get up and turn that off. Listen, that was after, like, 20 minutes of listening to this noise, though. 
so I walk past our grandmother's bedroom mm-hmm. uh, and notice that the noise, I have passed the noise. The noise is coming from her bedroom. And I was like, maybe it's somebody like pulling something outside. I was like, but why would they be pulling it in the same like general area for 20 fucking minutes? So I walked into her bedroom. Her radio was on static. Mm-hmm. Um, I unplugged it. Because I didn't want to be in there very long. And I also didn't plug it back in. And my when I noticed it was the radio, my response was, I don't like this. <laughs> but I did unplug it because listening to it was going to drive me insane. Was my TV off? No, the TV was on. Okay. Um, it was, I had the office playing in the background and I was reading on my iPad. Okay. Um, so, I mean, unless the spirit's just really tired of the office, which is fair. It's, it's fair. We watch a lot of The Office. We sure do. It's just a good background noise. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, if, if these things are, are spirit activity, I think it's probably really trying to communicate. And that's more your area. It is. I actually also have a very adorable update to that. Do you? Um, I was asleep in my room the other day. I went to sleep. I left it on Cartoon Network. When I woke up, it was on HBO. What's even cuter about that is that it was on the HBO Sesame Street when I woke up. Oh! <laughs> so, I think she's figured out... Like, all the channels and stuff? Yeah. I mean, she's got time. Yeah. Because it was on PBS the other day, so I think she was watching some other Probably, children's yeah. programming. <laughs> so, I mean, it's... It just seems like a lot of very specific activity. What time of day was that? Let me see. It was sometime before noon because it hadn't warmed up yet. I wonder if you'd interrupted her, her children's <gasps> Maybe. program. And oh, she's no. Like, she's like, well, I'm going to go mess with this radio. <laughs> Didn't really think about it. I just went in there and turned on the office for background. Oops. <laughs> I mean, I'd been in there for about 10 minutes before the sound started, so... Mm. Um, and I was in and out of the, the bedroom all day and it didn't, well, I mean, obviously I unplugged the, the radio, but I didn't yeah. hear anything else, but it was, it was, it was a little spooky. Mm-hmm. She also taps the wall. I think. I don't like that. I don't like wall tapping. That's like a big childhood thing for me. Yeah. But I think she's just to get, get her, get the attention. Still. It's just, it makes me very uncomfortable. I am just so beyond all that. I'm just I know. like, I'm like, <laughs> isn't that cute? <laughs> um, I, then again, I am very uncomfortable with the unknown. Mm. I Most of my, like, personal fears revolve around that. Like, I don't like silence, and I don't like darkness, and I don't like it because I can't tell what's going on around me. That's fair. If you put me in darkness, I will sit there with my eyes open to see if I can catch movement. Oh. Yeah. That's like we were talking about. Um, a few months ago, I talked about it. I don't think I ever talked about, like, the results or anything like that. I did that float in a deprivation mm-hmm. tank thing. It was really cool. I really liked it. I didn't settle enough down to like actually reap any benefits. I don't think because I only did it for an hour instead of 90 minutes. But that is Lyra's like worst nightmare. It really, it really is. Because, listen, at some point, when we were both full-ass adults, I got so nervous in a pool when I couldn't see, because my anxiety struck and I couldn't see behind me all the time. And I was like, and I don't know why I knew it was not true. And I, I knew that it was nothing to be nervous about, but I got insanely nervous and kept looking behind me in case there was like a shark I know. in a pool. I know. We had just filled that day. I know. 
He also did that in the ocean, too. But Okay, no. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> Listen, that's the first time I'd ever been in the ocean. And in basically open waters. Yeah, and we were snorkeling, and all of the fish very suddenly left the area. So what I did was poke my head up out of the water and say, I haven't seen anything, and I don't know for sure... But is it possible there is a shark nearby, all the fish left, and then someone on this podcast and couch, who I will not name, (laughs) was like, shark, grabbed me and our cousin and swam back to shore. Can I say, I told our cousin I would not let them drown. And I think I've proved that I can haul two bodies back to shore. (laughs) Because we were about a half mile offshore. I just want to reiterate, I was very calm. I was clear that I didn't know, and I was looking for opinions. <laughs> but all I did was spike your anxiety. I was also half drunk, so... <laughs> I reacted appropriately. But, and I'm not, I'm not actually, like, sharks aren't something I, like, fear. Like, if I was face-to-face with a great white, yeah... Uh, great white yeah there's gonna be fear there but like i'm not (laughs) i'm not sitting around thinking about like yeah i'd hate to see a shark like i want to do that thing where there's a glass wall between you and sharks because that sounds fun that one place we were Uh, yeah but all those sharks were real small yeah well they don't keep big ones in the tanks (laughs) um but I have crazy anxiety and it just takes off without my permission. So if you put me in a dark tank of water and I can't see anything, I, I'm going to drown out of panic. I can't drown in a depth tank. I will find a way. (laughs) Do not doubt me. I, that just sounds so awful. And you even talked about like how they had the the option to leave the lights on and that's not going to help because all I'm going to do is float there with my eyes open and think there's a shark in the tank with me. (laughs) Like... (laughs) It's not a good place for me. No, no, and it's really warm, and you you don't like warm. Oh, I hate warm. It's about body temperature. Oh, I hate body. I hate the temperature my body is right now, and we're in a chilly room. Like, um, but no. To get back to our cousin, I have gone swimming as adults with our cousin about four times, and every single time we've been on like some sort of snorkel tour or. <laughs> Something where we're supposed to swim for more than just, like... A couple minutes. Yeah. Every time we get about five minutes in, the cousin looks at me and says, I don't think I'm going to make it. (laughs) Like, they actually literally believe they're going to drown and die because they got tired. And every time, I've told them, just hold on to my ankle. And I have hauled them around wherever we go. (laughs) Like, we went to the turtle farm. She swam, what, the first little part of the loop first little bit and then was done we got to the first deep spot where you're supposed to swim over because it's got all these beautiful things and like there's turtles everywhere yeah, and you're just sort of supposed to watch them yeah and then you can also go and like look in which is really cool you can look in like a shark tank that's like it a glass neat. partition between you and the shark and you're swimming and they're swimming it's really cool but yeah she just kind of quit <laughs> yep, 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 yep. she was gonna go back yeah. But she didn't want to miss out on the rest of the tour. And I was like, just hold on to my ankle. And she's like, okay. <laughs> we went on that. The first time it happened, we went snorkeling. I think, were we in Belize? Yeah, I think we were in Belize. I don't know. I, the, I apologize. This sounds really douchey. Bear with me. We don't ever get a chance to do things like this. Like, the planet's aligned for these. Yes. I went on two cruises 
they were the probably the only real vacations I'll ever have in my yeah. life. <laughs> like, I got to go on one of them, and that's literally because uh, our uncle offered to pay half my way. And I paid the other. <laughs> yeah, because I, I literally couldn't. I was even working at the time, wasn't I? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I couldn't. I could not afford well, it's it. It's so expensive. It is. It's crazy expensive. But um, the first time we went on a snorkel tour, the guide says you'll be in about fourteen feet of water. We're offering. They had like blow up life vest. You're not gonna sink. You're not gonna die. And he said it's about forty five minutes. We're gonna swim, maybe a mile, maybe over a little mile. That's really but, not so bad. No. And she was like, I think I can do that. Five minutes in, she just literally like sits up straight in the water and goes, I don't think I'm going to make it. <laughs> to which the guide's like, what? That's so early. Because like, and it's not just, you know, like us and a guide. There's like 45 freaking people <laughs> swimming with us and like looking at these reefs down in Belize. And it's beautiful and fantastic. And she's just like, I'm done. And the guy just kind of looks at her like, you're, you're in. Like, like, this is it. <laughs> this is it. We're swimming around this whole fucking island. And we're not going back. Because we did. Like, you circle the whole island. It was really oh, cool. so nice. It was a little island. But... I mean, I would assume, yeah. <laughs> um, it's not like swimming around one of the Hawaiian islands or something. <laughs> right? Less dangerous, too. I would imagine, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I just look at her. I'm like, just hold on my ankle. And the guy's like, are, are you sure? <laughs> He's like, your life vest is not inflated. And I was like, yeah, I'm absolutely sure I don't sink in water. Me either. So, like, I just, I pulled her around the whole island. At the end, the guide's like, that was amazing. And I'm like, I know. I wish I had this for a job. Like, this is literally my, my dream job. And he's like, you should probably work in, in water. And I was yeah. like, I was like, that was my plan. <laughs> life had different ideas. Um... I don't remember what I was about to say. Got Something super about... sunburned. Yeah. That's when I got sun poisoning. That's your that's your life, though. You just get yeah. sunburned yep. all the yep. time. Um, I was going to say something else about being in water, but I don't remember. Anyway, though. Fantastic and lovely. We really we really got off subject from our... Yes, our, our spooky stuff. Our spooky I apologize. Story. You can cut all that out if you want. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Um, I just started thinking about... Warm tropical waters. <laughs> it took you away. It did. Um, it did. I mean, this is why you relate so much to like the water witchcraft and stuff it like is. that. Yeah. Uh, but that's, I believe, all we have for you today. Um, do you have a spooky thing? Because I might. I don't. I want to hear yours. You don't? Okay. Give me a minute. Like, fill. Fill some sound Fill for me, some sound. so I can I can I can just screech unbearably loud. Well, please don't do that. <laughs> this is I can genuinely um, say this is not helping me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so ghost wise, um, ways that you might recognize if a ghost or a spirit is with you is and this this sounds kind of cliched, but a temperature a sudden temperature drop when there's no explanation for it, like you don't have a vent or a fan or a window open, and there's not like a draft in your house. Um, the feeling of like a cold hand touching you, that's a big, <laughs> that's a big warning sign. Um, but keep in mind when this happens, don't try to freak out and just take a couple deep breaths and remember they may not know that they're being creepy and the more nervous and scared you get, the more malevolent spirits you're going to draw. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I think that's part of why our spirits have become just, you know 
kind of happy-go-lucky because I'm like, oh, okay. I finally faced that part of my fear and I'm like, oh, okay. They don't, they don't know they're being creepy. I mean, I'm working on it, but some there are some very specific things that really bother me, like the wall tapping, but I'm yeah. working on it. Um, okay, so I might, I might have it. All right, so when you're laying in bed at night, ignore the creaking from under your bed. Mm. After all, you haven't noticed it all the other nights. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, was that good? Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, it took a minute to, like, to really pull it together. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but that's it for us tonight. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. All of it. <laughs> All rambling bits of it. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Did I already say that? No. Oh, good. <laughs> so thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> thank you for using your ear holes to listen to our voice holes. The poison for Cusco. The poison specifically meant for Cusco. Cusco's poison. <laughs> I love Kronk. Can I say I want to be a magician like Yzma? Yes. All Just right. fucking 98 years old. <laughs> Still like tarting it up with all my makeup. Yes. And just ready to take on the world. Hell yeah. And end up as a cat. Yes. All right. Uh, Thank you guys. Keep it spooky. What do we say? (laughs) (laughs) Stay Stay spooky. spooky And keep your tits up. (laughs) I am so shocked right now. Please don't be disappointed.